Hi, this is Literally Heather from Shouse in the House podcast, where I discuss history, culture, politics, and current events, and firmly believe that free men do not need permission, so we should stop asking for it. But for now, you're listening to my dear friends at Patriot Sports Radio. Enjoy the show. Give me a minute here. I see a lot of fantasy football bros and uh, gambling guys and stuff who I don't think they like football. I think they just know how to do the math and they understand trends and they're good at betting football. But the way they talk about it, they don't like football the way we like football. They probably wish every stadium had a dome. These fucking people. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric. John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Damn glad to have you with us. Good news, everyone. We're another day closer to football. We are so close to football now that the other sports shows are talking about it. Back in June, I said to the boys, this was pre-Angela, the same thing linebackers coach Kevin Green said to Clay Matthews in Super Bowl 45 before he stripped the ball from Rashad Mendenhall and essentially sealed the Super Bowl for the Packers. It is time. Thursdays are going to be football now till forever. That said, everybody is here at their respective stations. From our producer Chris back in the engine room where we need him to John out the snow-capped Rockies. Coach slowly being roasted by the actual sun in Oklahoma. And Angela joins us from her sports nook as well. So what's going on? All kinds of stuff. Julio is in Tampa Bay. DK got himself some good old-fashioned American generational wealth today. Joe Burrow had his appendix removed. Tyreek just called two of the most accurate quarterback in the league. These are uh, these are July stories. But August is here. It's camp hype season. It's best shape of his life season. It's This is the most talented roster I've ever been a part of season. Hope springs eternal in August. Spend time with your loved ones now, because once football starts, the schedule is going to be full. That goes for you guys, too. You may have to rank your children, both standard and PPR, so that you know how to divide your time and extract maximum value from your limited human interactions. Football season is serious. Coach, what are you guys doing on the field? Are the, are the boys ready? Uh, we actually don't start until the 4th. August 4th um, is the day that we have our first uh, meeting practice. We'll start the fifth and then we'll run every day from here to eternity. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Full disclosure, you guys, I I got on Monday, I was headed to a uh, camp and I was about halfway there and I started feeling bad, which is weird for me because I don't ever feel bad. And so just progressively got worse the closer I got there. And uh, so I turned around and came home and uh, came home and ended up ended up testing positive for the Rona. So I had that um, on Monday, and I've been fighting that all week, and I cannot return to anything school-related till Monday. So luckily we're remote, so you guys don't have to worry about it. But, yeah, I had it, and then my wife got it. So we've got a whole house of 
of uh, sickness. Congrats on the sex. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> six sex. That's uh, it's impressive. <laughs> Just passing it around the house now. Oh man, <laughs> better like to get it out of the way now. Two. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so I was re- I really gonna really gonna get descriptive with that, but we'll move right on. <laughs> well, the Harness good news is I know a guy. I know a guy who is barely fucking alive who just kicked this thing in four days. So yeah, I have no doubt you're gonna be all right. Uh, I'm not gonna he doesn't lie know to where you. he's at. On on he Monday, know who he is. Uh, on Monday, I thought it thought I was gonna die, but I've, I've gotten a little bit better. Gotten about five percent better every day, and today I decided I was gonna try to step out and tackle uh, mowing the lawn, and I realized that was a pretty how pretty many lanes did strategy. you get done? How many lanes did you get done? <laughs> Yeah, I got horizontal. A, I, I did. You know, I you know I'm on the vertical and uh, the 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 stripes, and I got about I got the backyard done and decided that 96, 96 degrees at at seven forty five at night was too hot for me to be out there, so I quit. It's times That'll, like that you need to blare the Home Depot commercial sound music. Yeah, exactly. Get out there. I just can't, man. My yard is going to crap. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a once a week religious mower, and then I, I, you know, you don't win yard of the. They don't, they don't just give out yard of the yard of the month around around here. You've got to earn it. You've got to up your game, and it's got to be strong. And so, uh, you know, I've, I've been working really hard on that, and, and putting in my time in the off season, you know, uh, really uh, fertilizing and whatnot, and. You know, we're trying to make things happen here late, trying to make a late run here because I've been overlooked by the committee. I've 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 done my politicking. I've I've explained to them that we're on the map still over here in the hunt. And uh, I think we're going to scrape in here at the end. But I can tell you, uh, catching the Corona has has not it hasn't done good for me. It hasn't it hasn't helped my cause. So uh, I'm. I'm if your was you, a football team, what football team would it be? <laughs> if if what? If your lawn was a football team, Scrappy making it at the last minute, what football team would it be? Well, I can I can tell you we've we've got our problems. We've got our our Sedgwick and things that are poking through, but but you know we we're solid. We're solid. We got I got a good bed of grass, good foundation going. Uh, the stripes are clean. Mm-hmm. You know we like to. Uh, we, 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 despite the rain and the drought, we're overcoming. So we, you know we play defense like and we run the ball over here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that sounds like that 2010 Packers squad, 15 yeah, starters on the DL and uh, we, are on injured reserve, and they won the Super Bowl. We've got no stars, but I can tell you that we went out in the offseason and spent a lot of money in the flower beds. We went a lot. We went deep in oh, the flower beds to try to compete. And uh, I've made that known to the rest of the league here. I've let them know that. You know, we've 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 spent a lot. We've opened the purse strings, which we never do that here. We don't we don't we don't do that kind of thing where we we build from within. We plant from within here. But this year we went strictly free agency, hired from the outside, brought them in. They planted, planted and and mulched everything, got us back in shape. And, uh, you know, because quite honestly, it was out of control and, and we let it go when it's been overlooked for a long time. Kind of like well, uh, they, the defensive the Green Browns. Browns. Sounds like the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. You got so, desperate and started spending money. We did. We Wolf. we spent a lot of money. Uh, I'm just hoping that everything we went in on is is going to be more uh, more Tom Brady and, and and less Deshaun Watson. 
So nobody's getting Mow tugs for and rubs around for here, dough. I'll tell you that. That's what they say. The mowings for the show and the plantings for the dough. Yeah. I think you're so anyhow, that's what I got going. I'm going to get it cleaned up uh, tomorrow morning early, bright and early, and get put put on a display because I'm sure the the elderly judges will be out and about and, and you know, prior to the weekend, checking on things, hoping to get that last, uh, you know, last section cut in there, a couple lines, make it look real clean. You got to win Edith's vote. Chris is giving me the get to the fucking sports look over there. So <laughs> yeah, He's DK tired of hearing about my lawn. <laughs> DK Metcalf signed a three-year contract worth $72 million American with 58.2 of it guaranteed. It comes with a $30 million signing bonus, the largest ever paid to a wide receiver, which is all it's about now, these agents hyping their services. Every contract has to be the most or the biggest or the you know the biggest bonus for their position for the team whatever they all need to measure their uh contracts against you know 30 schmill just to get out the squiggle wiggle writer and put your name on a piece of paper is a really nice deal i mean that's so much money you guys remember the, the squiggle wiggle writer uh, I'm, I'm younger than you guys, but it was a cool toy that made your signature look sick. Interesting. That would you be, know, if I got a, a signing bonus, that would be my favorite moment. I think of my life aside mm-hmm. from the birth of my child, obviously you have to throw that caveat in there. Although you sign a paper and you get 30 million that instant, it's right up there. It's a close second. Good for him. And I didn't even realize one A one B. I didn't even realize he's going to be 27 at the end of the contract. I, I always forget how young he is because he's such a beast. He looks like some 30 year old man. And where the cap is going to be when he's 27? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to get another. He'll probably get a quarter billion then. Yeah, he's set up well. It, it surprises me how we go through these trends in the NFL of positions that are getting all the money. I mean. For a while, if you guys remember, was it 10, maybe eight years ago, it was running backs for a while. And then it then it was, you know, the the cornerbacks and secondaries, Revis Island, and those guys were signing huge contracts. And within the last two years, it's become really all about the wide receivers. And and it's it's really very popular right now to be a wide receiver because that's the one that's getting the most money. So I, I I just find it interesting. Metcalf's a beast. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how they're going to get him the ball, but I sure would have liked to see him in Green Bay. Oh, that would have been fantastic. Hey, yeah, that's oh. just another wide receiver they could have drafted, chose not to. I think the next trend we're going to see is the 100% guaranteed money era. These guys have such a high risk of injury, it's essentially assured. It makes sense in the sport if we're you know already this close to it and watson already got one if the players union had any teeth i would say that it's going to happen soon but they don't so i'm not sure but i think it'll go like you said coach with uh with the big contracts the quarterbacks will start getting the fully guaranteed and then maybe your pass rushers or your wide receivers and then it'll move to the cornerbacks you know Level by level, the more and more they say the most important guy is the quarterback the second most important guy is the guy that gets after the quarterback and then you start ranking levels of importance. Yeah, I, I would I would wholeheartedly disagree with that. But yeah, I I, I have heard that before. I, I kind of think that, like I said, I'm I'm kind of an old school guy, and I think you start with the quarterback, and then 
you got to have somebody that protects him. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm more that era, but that's just me. Yeah, you get these left tackles, and you got to hang on to them. You get a good left tackle and lose them, and you're fucked. Well, and that, I mean, I, I don't know if he's we've made the roster with that or whatever, but I mean that that'll segue right into Bakhtiari. What the crap? Ugh. What the no crap? timetable for his return every it is year? Not with a this? phrase you want every year. I mean, I if you're the best in the game at a position, that's great. Every year since, he but got if paid. you play zero games, you do the team no good. I your mean, best ability is your availability. That's exactly mm-hmm. right, John. That's exactly right, and it's so frustrating with him because I I think he's played one game in the last two and a half seasons, and I don't. I mean, I it's great that we can tell people we have the best tackle in the game, but I'm, yeah, it's really. If you don't ever see him, how how is he the best? Yeah, it's like Michael Thomas. The last time Michael Thomas caught a pass, <coughs> nobody in America had COVID. So it's been a minute. And he's out here getting on sports writers about talking about how long he's been gone. It's like, dude, you, I don't know. It's been a while. And you run slants. So you need to come back and do some stuff before, I guess, you get the praise. Go ahead and clock into work anytime you see fit. <laughs> I heard Joe Burrow had his appendix removed. He's going to be okay. I don't know what that process is. I've never had anything removed. But uh, it's evidently no big deal. It's just four to six weeks till you can take a hit. But nobody's allowed to even breathe on him for a couple months yet. So that's no big deal. Uh, Tyreek is just a walking soundbite at this point. He's well on his way to becoming one of those dramatic wide receivers who I just don't care about, i.e. Odell Beckham Jr. Um He's just every time a camera or a microphone is in his face, he says something else about Tua being the best at this or that. I don't know what measurement he's talking about, but Tua is not the most accurate passer in any fashion. I th- I think about that a lot when when I hear those things because he didn't just become that guy overnight. Um, it makes me think that the organization as a whole is um, lacks some. I don't know, lack some discipline, lack some internal discipline, because I'm sure that those things were getting said in Kansas City. The difference is they weren't allowed to be said or they weren't getting put to the media every week. And 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 uh, he hasn't changed that much. I'm sure he was the same guy when he was there. That was an explosive team that he was on in Kansas City. I just I just look at it and I think – it just goes to show me that the differences in two organizations where the same guy can play over here and, and, and be a church mouse and perform every week. And then Andy Reed. since he's gone over here, there's not a week that goes by that we don't see something about this guy has a, an opinion on this or that. And I just don't, I mean, that just didn't, didn't just start. I, I, I kind of think that that has something to do with the dolphin organization. Well, it's probably uh, a, a loose atmosphere. You know, Mike McDaniel's a cool, chill dude, man. He said he well, wanted to only go to a state where weed was legal for his coaching job. And I assume uh, him and the boys just, you know, kicking back, talking some well, shit. And, let, and let's be honest, that environment works and is great as long as you do one thing, and that's win. Yep. Because when you stop winning, that becomes a real issue. And it starts... And his- Getting worse. His problem is Brian Flores did win and he got fired. I'm not sure why, but if he doesn't win as many games as Brian <laughs> Flores, he's in trouble, I think. Oh, I, which I believe I was that, 10. I think that the, the Dolphins are one of the 
uh, hidden time bombs of the NFL season. I know we've already had our bold prediction uh, show, but I, I will tell you, I think that if that deal starts going south, it will start going south and come apart in in moist chunks. <laughs> It'll start what, which falling deal? off. The the actual play on the field or some of the shenanigans that were going on with Brian Flores and uh, all the weird stuff that was surrounding Miami's organization. Nine yeah, no, I think year. I think the totality of it, uh, you know, I think that you're right, John. Uh, there's just so many weird things that have happened there that haven't blown up into something. Um, they, I think they've built a house of cards. I think that they, they have Tua and, and they're trying to, everybody's trying to convince themselves that he's great and no one really knows if he's great or not. And, and I think that as long as he is successful, and when I say successful, as long as they're winning weekly um, and, and, and they're in the, in the hunt, I think that everything will be fine. But when they start losing games that they're supposed to win, I think that that deal comes apart. I think there's a turning on Tua. I think that people finally start deciding that Tua maybe isn't the answer. And I think that they will drop him like a hot rock if, if they have the chance to go a different direction. Same with, uh, same with the coach there. I, I think that if anything's been clear, it's that Miami is on a soft foundation all the time. And, and if things aren't going just exactly perfect, they'll shuffle the deck and do something different. Um, I, I just, I just think that that is going to be something interesting to watch as the season goes on watching that organization as a whole. They're really a mystery to me because they are a bubble team and they went and added some nice things with Tyreek or whatever. And, and, and people seem to think that that might be the answer. I don't, I think they play in a tough division anyway. Um, the East is, is not easy. Uh, so I think that as soon as that deal, that boat starts taking on a little adversity and a little water, I think they're going to have a they're going to have have a, a tough time to write that shit. That's just me personally. He could be accelerating it too. Tyreek could be setting mm-hmm. two up for a fall here by putting the bar way up where it doesn't need to be. You know, well, I don't the, see how he can exceed expectations if Tyreek is setting them at best in the league. Do you, do you believe for a minute that that Tua goes out and has a a two a two pick game, and that Tyreek's not going to have something positive to say about his quarterback when he comes back in. I mean, I just I just don't see that. The he looks to me like a guy that that you know brings water to the Titanic. So, well, the opposite of that is Quintores Lopez Jones or Julio. If you're a simpleton, he has the most receiving yards among active players, and he is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. This guy's uh, not bad at football. He's got three 1500 yard seasons, 16 touchdowns, which is surprisingly low. 16. No, that's wrong. 61, I believe it was. His touchdown total is surprisingly low. I typed in the wrong number. Seven Pro Bowls, two first-team All-Pros. He's good. The Falcons fans are not handling this well. Uh, this would be like if if Devontae had gone to Minnesota or like when uh, Brett Favre went to your beloved Minnesota Vikings, Angela. You must have loved that. <laughs> oh, oh, a I'm, quick I'm, comment I'm, about the Dolphins' first four <laughs> weeks. Dolphins. Yes, Play the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Bengals to start Ouch. off the season. So, so good luck. I with mean, that. yeah. 
So, John, you think uh, you think they fire out a one and three out of that little gauntlet? You think that uh, everybody's going to be rainbows and, and, and unicorn farts down in Miami? I think they start off 0-4. The only one they possibly could be is the Bengals. Patriots aren't going to lose week one. Nope. Uh, then they go to the is- Ravens, who have an axe to grind because they had nobody healthy last year. Then they got the Bills. They're not going to beat the Bills. And then maybe the Bengals because the Bengals might be having a hangover. Is it uh is is that is that week one in Foxborough? Let me pull it up. I just got. I'm looking at. I think text it's in here. my. I think that one's in my. It's at my. But it could be oh week gosh. five. You know, is Mike McDaniel on the hot seat? Is two. Oh, I, I, there's no doubt. <laughs> then they there get the no Jets, Jets, Vikings, Steelers. So there's three winnable games if Mitch Trubisky's still slinging it. Oh, gosh, he will be. I heard Jets. a report today that uh, said we can expect Kenny Pickett to sit all season. So I think it's, oh, uh, wow. I think it's Mitch's ship. <clears throat> well, let me reiterate. It goes Jets, Dolphins, <laughs> Jets, Vikings, Steelers, Lions, Bears, Browns, Texans. There, so there you go. <laughs> that new coach is going to come in and start hot. That's right. Wow. <laughs> interim. Yep. Inter- it interim. is set up for interim success. The interim, I believe the last interim they had in Miami was none other than uh the knee biter himself, Dan Campbell. So you get a you get a roid raging type dude like that on the sideline. Dan Campbell won a couple games. They got into the playoffs, and I remember whoever their quarterback was at the time nearly was killed on the field. He took such a shot. I'm gonna have to look that up on the YouTube later. It may have been. Maybe. Might have been. I'd find it a whole lot easier to get on board with him if Fitzpatrick was still on the roster down there. How did it, I guess the question oh, would then be how did a Campbell Fitzpatrick led team lose oh, anything? How did they ever lose? How did they ever lose? <laughs> that was just full of gumption. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you heard about NFL Plus? They say they say it's everything Game Pass was plus more. Get it? Functionally combines replaces and rebrands game pass this isn't the sunday ticket that's a different thing that's on direct tv this isn't i think that's coming up for uh the contract is up at with that after this year those streaming services are going to be going after sunday ticket um amazon is the exclusive home of thursday night football by the way make a note of that um with nfl plus they say they're meeting fans where they are and they understand network TV is dying. It's gone from 110 million subscribers to 70 in the past few years. I pulled up their FAQ about it, and it says, yeah, it combines. What's the first NFL question defense. on the FAQ? What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is the NFL deploying this service is the first question. And <laughs> basically, so- uh, they so understand this, what is the game TV? pass? Is that like red zone? It's access to any game, um, multiple versions of it. I think you get the coach's tape, the all 22, um, the TV version and a couple others. It is five bucks a month, 40 bucks for the year. There's a premium tier. That's 10 bucks a month. Um, there's a seven day trial. My problem with this is it's, phone only you can't throw this to a tv screen why would i so want it's not like game pass fucking at all so why why would i why would anybody want that 
only your 20 year olds who are watching their NFL games on a phone or a tablet, I guess they're nerds. getting it. Yeah, a bunch of stat nerds like these people who uh, just look just look at the trends and run the numbers and then talk about football. But, you know, they don't like football. I see a lot of give me a minute here. I see a lot of fantasy football bros and uh, gambling guys and stuff who I don't think they like football. I think they just know how to do the math and they understand trends and they're good at betting football. But the way they talk about it. They don't like football the way we like football. They probably wish every stadium had a dome. These fucking people. (laughs) All right. I feel better. (laughs) What was that, Angela? I think it it said that you could only get local games also. This is any game. But I I think this is any game. Why would I want this? Yeah. I thought it was awesome until I realized I couldn't watch it on my television where I watch 98% of my football. Yeah. If, if I can't put it on the TV, then I don't need it. I mean, uh, yep. I can look at fantasy stats on my phone while I'm watching. Exactly. The game on TV. Exactly. Next boy. Gruden's going to hate this new policy. The Raiders only hire tens now. Um, <laughs> Jenny Hagen's the social media manager. She is beautiful. Um, Skyler fan, football operations assistant. She was just uh, uh, hired last week. And then Sandra Douglas Morgan, team president. She was also the first African-American to chair the Nevada Gaming Control Boards. She's a bad bitch. I'm obviously in love with her. The <laughs> Raiders time, are just making t- strides over there. Every time we talk about this, I just see Jerry Jones somewhere getting in a lawsuit. Just I can't. I, it just Gary Jones, owner operator, Dallas Cowboys. I can't get. I can't see him not being in a meeting talking about this. If you're ever in Dallas, you're looking for a good time. I own a couple spots. When's them Raiders on the schedule? <laughs> Give me that schedule. When's when we got the Raiders? So Somebody the Raiders are turning into a hot girls club. All right. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's Vegas. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. And it she is, is clearly. She's clearly qualified. Anybody who ran the Nevada Gaming Control Board uh, can solve any problem that comes across the desk of a football operations lady, president, person. I think she's going to crush it. People in general are pretty high on the Raiders. Uh, I hear a lot of people talking. Oh, I love about the Raiders. Going to do well. You know, a lot, I, a lot I of love the Raiders. Are. The game I love the Raiders is also the same game that I loved the Chargers. Uh, I think that was a Sunday night game this last year, and it was one of the best NFL games I've ever seen. I I just signed me up for that every weekend. I, I'm watching it. I, I want to watch the Raiders. I want to watch the Chargers. I got to be honest with you, John. You're going to get to see them play in a game like that about every week in the West because I know. that's the way <laughs> yeah. the West is going to be. The West is going to be a a a just old fashioned shootout. Team with the ball last is going to win. They're going to run up and down the field and score points. Every offense in the West can get it. Mid two thousands, Big Twelve. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, the the I will tell you this: the team the 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 team in the West that has the best defense will win the division. Which is that's that's not stepping out on the plank too deep, but I'm just there's not going to be much defense going on in the, in the West. 
Speaking of the West, did you see, let's do camp arrivals. Did you see Russell Wilson show up to camp in a large truck? I mean, this thing had roll bars for the roll bars. And then he gets out of it wearing his jersey, his number three Russell Wilson team issue jersey. It, it said Russell Wilson on the tag. I believe it is like the it, one he's going to wear. Was it actually game. his jersey? Because it also looked like Adam Sandler's Bobby Boucher <laughs> It Mud did. Dogs jersey, <laughs> and also there's there's Either way, those guys cool. <laughs> with trucks like that in Denver are a dime a dozen. They spend eighty grand to have a sweet looking truck that never sees the mountains, and that's going to be Russ Wilson. He looks like the biggest poser in this photo, showing up like a dork wearing his own jersey, <laughs> like it's the first day of school, and he's got a JFL game afterwards. He's wearing a fucking Pantera shirt to a Pantera concert. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get beat up. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> meanwhile, my quarterback showed up as yeah, a awesome. dead ringer. <laughs> a dead ringer for Nick Cage and Con Air. Gosh. And I mean, the hair is the perfect length. It's the right color. Hey, the, even uh, if you don't like him, you got to love that. Yeah. You got to yeah, love yes. that. I mean, I think he's a goober. And I thought it was pretty hilarious. That's hilarious, man. But, hey, real quick, back to, back to Denver. You, you brought up a good point. Denver may have the best defense in the West. Just, just thinking just now, they may – that. They may be the team that that does it just because of the defense. Yeah. Anyhow, sorry. <laughs> but, but I tell you, Rogers, despite having a new bougie weird girlfriend, can pull off white trash like no other. Yeah. It's almost like he's been spending lots of time in Wisconsin lately. <laughs> <laughs> he's wow. starting to show his Wisconsin. That all denim thing he does for the uh, whatever that dinner is every year, I, I'm not a fan. People eat it up. People love it. Um, five years ago, AB showed up in a helicopter. That was awesome. That was the coolest thing since Jim McMahon showed up with multiple cases of Bud Light and a cooler. R.I.P. Jim McMahon. See? Yeah. Man. Or Sorry. I'm thinking something completely different. I'm thinking Vince McMahon. Wow. <laughs> Wrong McMahon. <laughs> Both of them. And Jim McMahon's my guy. And Jim McMahon's my guy. Okay. Both of them so, equally as stylish. Headband. Both of them geniuses. Both of them geniuses. Yes. <laughs> Cordero Patterson showed up in some kind of three wheeled thing. I don't know what it was. It looked expensive as hell, though. I don't think it's the standard uh, Polaris or whatever we get. <laughs> a guy in my building like has one of by... those, and it's so dumb. Somebody showed up in a race car, right? I think so. Yeah. It's, I cool. love it. I love camp arrivals. Michael Clemens didn't know who Michael Clemens was before yesterday, but evidently his nickname is Bane. He showed up in a Bane mask. That's always going to score points with me. By far the best Batman villain. Wow. Definitely. I think I'd get what an the- old, old Dotson show, show up as a, in an old Dotson. I'd show up in a Spicoli van and just have smoke billowing out <laughs> a fucking gremlin from wayne's world <laughs> yeah. just blaring bohemian rhapsody oh man the best the 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 clear winner of camp arrivals though was new tight end in new york cj uzoma who showed up with his zach wilson man of the year time magazine t-shirt 
That's awesome. That's going to get him 35 more targets this year than he was going to get. <laughs> Milf Hunter. Zach Wilson. <laughs> he probably pulled up in the old Shane Falco S10, but got out in the shirt and everybody thought he was cool. <laughs> yep. Have you seen the, well, actually I sent you guys the picture of Baker and Sam Darnold walking down to the practice field. I'm no body language expert, but I think (laughs) Sam is in trouble. He was walking down the sidewalk there, head down, not really looking at anything. And, uh, he looked like Charlie Brown. Baker shaking his protein drink, saying what's up to the reporters. Like, yeah, this is my job. How's it going? Baker had like a Conor McGregor strut going. Yeah. He's probably dancing too. The billionaire strut as he was strolling in there. Like Ted DiBiase. Yeah. The, the million dollar man. Speaking of, when is Cleveland going to get an answer on Deshaun Watson? They might have it by the time this comes out. I have a feeling that uh, this Friday, tomorrow, it'll be, it'll be, it has to be like a camp is happening. Is it a news dump Friday afternoon? I thought Fourth that, of July. That's a sticky wicket, it. my man. When you uh, when you drop that one way or another, if it's heavy and you drop it, you're gonna you're gonna have some backlash on one side or the other. If it's not heavy, you're gonna have some backlash. So there's gonna be a uh, probably a feel good sandwich on that one. There'll be a little Billy help somebody across the street, or you know somebody got got off drugs and got clean. Oh, by the way, we're going to give him eight games. And then all oh, the man of the year that spends some time at a nursing home is this guy. Yep. That's oh, that's some crazy be. free agent he, signing like Antonio Brown or something. He's not with the team right now, is he? If we, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL just went ahead and slipped him uh, a, a couple of suitcases of cash just to do something foolish. <laughs> just, hey, on this day, will you just – I don't know, drive up to the Jets facility and be ready to try out or something. I don't know. Just something. Something that's going to pull headlines. He, does uh, that guy, that, if, if there ever needed to be a Jet, it's him. They need him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to prompt a cheer? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to trying to will it to happen. They need Fireman Ed back. <laughs> they, need, they need to get it going out there. Absolutely. Hey, they they're headed in the right direction. I like I like the Wilson kid. Got a lot of promise. That that guy, <laughs> that kid's got a lot of fortitude. He's a, he's a straight shooter with upper management written all upper over. Upper management him. written all over him. <laughs> so Jimmy G met with uh John Lynch and Coach Shanahan, and evidently it is understood that this is Lance's team. Trey Lance, the guy who completed just half of his passes in practice today and threw one right to Jimmy Ward, so that's looking good. Um, Jimmy G has cleared medical. He's cleared to seek trade partners, so something's going to happen. I think it seems like if they cut him, Seattle will just swoop right in and sign him. So why not just trade him to Seattle and get your conditional fifth or whatever? I was thinking a lot about this today. You know, if, if you make a short list of teams, what are the teams I'm, I'm asking you guys, what are the teams besides Seattle that are needing a quarterback right now? What are the teams? I mean, you got what the Browns, New Orleans, the saints, maybe. I mean, if you want to be a pessimistic thinker, maybe the, the skins, um, I think they're oh, called something Heineke different. Kid could play a little, but I'm, I mean, I'm asking. I don't know what you yeah, know. The chairs how are many, full. What's how deep is the market for quarterbacks right now? 
The Browns, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, nobody in dire need of a starter other than, man, that would be hilarious if they brought in. (laughs) I I mean, I can tell you this. If you you receive a heavy hammer with Watson, that's not a bad situation to parlay it to because Mm – his contract is 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 play play incentive any anyway is it not isn't isn't Watson pretty it's not guaranteed is it or is it Watson's fully guaranteed oh even better that's the most Browns thing I've ever heard in my life <laughs> I can forget that <laughs> so go ahead let's sign this guy to one too that's a hell that, yeah that's, why that's not Cleveland let's do a little Cleveland City of Lights Cl- City of Magic that's what they are this let's do a little Brock Osweiler action throw seventy two mil at Jimmy Garoppolo yeah I mean let's, a river that catches on fire <laughs> it's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. Wow. That's I love yeah, that I, Cleveland. I mean, that hastily made Cleveland tourism video. It's one of my favorite things <laughs> on the internet. It's awesome. But at least we're not Detroit. <laughs> yeah. It shows well, a guy, a guy riding by on a bike and it goes, this guy has at least four DUIs. <laughs> it's, I just, it's I mean, a masterpiece. What a disaster, man. What a yeah. what a train wreck on top of a car wreck. I mean, they go ahead and get at this point, what does it matter? At this point, Might as well. if you're if you're the president or, or or if you're the general manager of the Browns and they hand you a death sentence on Watson, why not go ahead and fire out another guaranteed contract to this guy? Why not? More jerseys. And then, and then yeah, and then you come back, you come back to the <laughs> press conference and you go. I mean, why not at this point? What the hell else are we supposed to do? I mean, I, I could get on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> we maybe suck at the this, football management thing. <laughs> maybe this DK deal is a sign that this is all going to happen because I had a theory that uh, they were going to send Jimmy to Seattle and sort of Seattle was just waiting for the mm-hmm. 49ers to release Jimmy so then the 49ers could give Debo his money. Then they could bring Jimmy in, give DK his money, and he would have a quarterback and be happy and stay. But I don't know. He got a big bag of money. I don't think he really gives a fuck if it's Drew Locke anymore. 52 <laughs> guaranteed or whatever. 58. I, I got to wonder how, I mean, why why is the water so bad in San Francisco? Why is Jimmy G wanting out of that place so bad? I mean, is it people? Is it Shanahan? What is it? People shit on the sidewalk like a lot, and it gets into the water, I think. I mean, it's got to get into the groundwater at some point. I assure you, monkeypox. If they're if they're shitting on the sidewalk in front of Jimmy G's house, he's he's got enough money to pay somebody to come out and clean it up. So there's no one there's no one in his neighborhood that's running around not picking up that that little deposit if it's left on his doorstep. So I don't know that he has to worry about that, but. You know, I mean, and, and your John's right. I mean, shit, I saw the monkey pox is out of control there today. So maybe <laughs> yep. he's worried about the pox. Could be. Could be. He's fleeing, fleeing town before he catches the pox. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I look at some of this stuff, though. I mean, does it not become pretty scary if you're if 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 the Saints land him? I mean, because then I mean, you know, J- Jameis, Jameis is an unknown. But but Jimmy G brings some stability. I mean, oh he, man, he could throw such good slants to Mike Thomas. It's not even funny. I mean, Thomas would have 120, 150 receptions. You know who else is going to have 150 receptions? Saquon Barkley. 
I am all in on Saquon Barkley this year. I already bet most rushing yards plus 4,800. I traded the young core of my dynasty team for Saquon Barkley. He's only 25 years old. Last year, he was coming off a torn ACL, so a little little slow. This year, 100%. I don't know if you saw the Instagram photos, but uh, he's in excellent shape. That place is overhauled. I'm praying for new- him. The I'm bad thing is he him. still plays for the Giants, so and they still suck. So um, they're, these are the new Giants. N- they I got mean, a new do you GM. know who their quarterback is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, is, is, is Eli coming back for a, for a 27 season? Even no, worse. They, don't need they got Daniel Jones. Yeah. They, Daniel, the most ordinary man to ever play the game, Daniel Jones. All of I these, think he's going by Dan Jones now. <sighs> what Big man Dan. Well, you don't need Daniel Jones. You just need new GM, new coach from Buffalo. And then mm-hmm. Brian Dable brought his uh, center over there. They got Evan Neal they drafted. They got they got an actual offensive line now. They're talking about leaning on Saquon. The coaches are raving about him. He was making one-handed catches in camp. You know that always translates to a Pro Bowl. I've never seen a one-handed catch in camp that didn't mean a great season. <laughs> I just, I mean... And all that translates to they'll still finish last in the East. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter to my fantasy team. I mean, I got. I, he, he gets, isn't it? Isn't it interesting that all of these teams? I mean, there's literally probably ten of them that we can name right now that are just like it, it's like marks? they're sitting in a room right now with their fingers crossed, going, "I think that this guy is going to be our guy." I think that this is finally going to be the year that this guy's our guy. You know, they're they're saying that about Tua. They're saying that about, you know, wins. They're saying about Jalen Squirts in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, uh, several of them. I mean, there's all there's, these teams in the middle of the deal that that don't have a guy that think they've got a guy. They're not quite sure. And that's kind of going to be the cool thing about this season is this is going to be, uh, you know, kind of separation year for a lot of these people because at the end of the year, a lot of these guys are on their last – Hurrah. I mean, uh, we're talking about Jones. He's he's one that that I mean, they've given him chance after chance after chance after chance. I mean, this has got to be it for him, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I, and, and there's so many teams that are like that. Two is the same way. Two has been given chances. I mean, at, at some point, you, he's either the guy or he's not. And, and I, I just the recipe for an NFL team is pretty simple. You want to sign a guy in his rookie contract that's really good, and then you want to build around him while you still have him under that contract going forward. I mean, that's that's the that's the cookie cutter that everybody's trying to go for. And you want to make a run while you have him under that initial rookie contract because you're paying him nothing. I mean, I think I was reading an article today about um, oh, uh, the Ravens. It was talking about the Ravens, and it was talking about how you know, great that Lamar has been and, 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 and how he's still under his initial deal. And, 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 and the window on these teams doing this, they, they just keep shrinking, you know, specifically talking about how Baltimore has really got to do something. And I'm thinking to myself, but they've done nothing. They've done, I mean, all of these teams, they, they do the same thing every year. They sit in a room and they cross their fingers and they go, I think we've got the recipe for success this year. But they don't add anything, and it just surprises me. It just these there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks this year. At the end of the year, we're going to look back and go, man, that guy 
truly was what he thought he was, and that was terrible. So, 1,300 rush yards, 11 touchdowns his rookie year, 91 receptions, 721 yards, four more touchdowns, over 2,000 scrimmage yards. Oh, it's going to be awesome. He's only 25. Remember how good you felt when you were 25? I barely do, but I remember that I could drink all night, get up after three hours of sleep, and function completely fine. Now I think if I drank, I would need four or five days to recover. And yesterday, he just showed up at uh, Newark Collegiate Academy High School football practice just to make their day. He's feeling good. Saquon's a great guy. I'm excited. You know who else is excited? <laughs> uh, probably Matt LaFleur, Brian Gutekunst, and Russ Ball. They all got extensions from the Green Bay Packers. Well-deserved, I suppose. Uh, I stole this from The Athletic. This is the best dollar a month you can spend. Also, a quick shout-out to Mark Murphy, who I pretty much hate, but he did say something I liked. He said playing noon games means you're a shitty team, and I agree with that. So it's good to know he's focused on not being shitty. But this is what The Athletic said. The Green Bay Packers signed general manager Brian Gutekunst, head coach Matt LaFleur, and uh, executive vice president slash director of football operations Russ Ball to contract extensions this offseason. They did it pretty quietly, I think. Um, Green Bay hired Gutekunst ahead of the 2018 season. Ball was promoted to his current role that same year, and then Gutekunst hired LaFleur. So these guys are all kind of tied together. They have won 79% of the games that have taken place since these men were hired. So I think you give them a, an extension after that. Won the NFC North all three of LaFleur's seasons, and then you know what happens. You, you know what we do in the playoffs. I won't get into it. Uh, Gutekunst built one of the best rosters in football. No argument here. And the Packers have won 39 regular season games in the last three seasons. Is that good? LaFleur has helped craft one of the NFL's best offenses. Blah, blah, blah. They navigated the pandemic. All three are key decision makers. And uh, now they're... Is, is everybody just throwing that on their resume these days? Navigated a pandemic? Yep. <laughs> yep. We all? <laughs> Gosh. If you're here, if you're listening to this, congratulations. You've navigated, you navigated. a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Put that on your resume. You survived a pandemic. Yep. So as a Viking fan, I'm, I'm excited about this because um, they're just going to keep going along like they always have, which is great, which means, that in my opinion, I don't think there's going to be any major changes, which is cool. Um, and I just I feel like um, LaFleur is... Um, I don't know. I think he's Roger's puppet in some way, and Rogers can do whatever he wants as long as LaFleur's in the driver's seat, and I think that that doesn't always go favorably, and I don't think Packer fans always see that, but as a Viking fan, I'm okay with this because I look at it as an opportunity because I think there's going to be a couple holes that pop up. I don't know. Woohoo! Passing <laughs> offense, for sure, isn't going to be what it was. I, I'm curious to see how Transitioning to a run defense but, team, though, it looks like with their recent signings. I, I think the true test for those guys will actually come this year. I mean, you lost your quarterbacks coach and your OC. So uh, there's a huge gap to fill. So we'll see how they manage that. Let's see how they navigate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're running long. Sorry, Jesse Bates. You're out. Uh, soccer at Lambeau. I never want to see those weird fucking lines on our beloved gridiron again. That's my take on soccer at Lambeau. I don't even know who played. I just saw the photo. It was very disturbing. Um, and then I saw a video of the AJ Dillon incident. Did you hear this? Did you see about this? Uh, he was trying to do a Lambo leap into the stands. He was down at field level 
And just as he was like taking those first couple run up steps, a cop grabbed the back of his shirt, like by the collar and pulled him back. And he then explained to the officer, Hey, uh, I'm AJ Dillon. This is my house. So maybe take your hands off me. And then the officer evidently understood, but then still shoved him as he walked away. So Bears not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Give him I'm the horse collar and the shove. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. It has to be. That was my thought. That guy's from Chicago. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's since been let go. I would yeah. not be surprised if he lost his job for that shit. <laughs> he went. I he went not. immediately. Turned in his gun and badge. Right. They move church services for playoff games in Green Bay. They will fire a cop. Dylan was super cool about it too. He was like, "Oh no, it was a misunderstanding. I get it. Whatever." And so, like, the cop doesn't need any punishment because he's gonna get plenty from all the fans from now on, yeah, right? Maybe. It's like a Bartman situation. Yeah, he's he's essentially a Bartman type character, kicking from everybody who sees him ever on the street Bartman. forever and ever. There, there I saw a couple of his teammates. Bartman. Also, AJ Dillon's having a really newsworthy couple weeks here. He needs to just keep it <laughs> keep it between the lines. He's killing kids Stop. and mascots, <laughs> getting horse collared by random cops. He could have really fucked that kid up. He did. <laughs> the, kid, the kid broke his back. Spinal. Spinal. <laughs> I broke my back. Spinal. And then there's this, the Kyler Independent Study Clause. They actually had to put no video games until chores are done in a grown man's contract. The language is specific about no other devices being on while he's watching film or studying or whatever. So there has to be some software watching his eyes to make sure he's not playing Fortnite off screen somewhere. I've heard some veterans and retired players this week come out and talk about how much they studied and how, you know, they're essentially waiting outside the office for the new game plan to come out on Tuesday. He should be insulted is what they're saying. I don't understand no. why they did this. They'd already picked up his fifth year option. They didn't have to do this, but then he, you know, had his tantrum and you know, he'd be a petulant child for the next two years if you didn't give him his money. But also they're like, Hey, this kid doesn't, you know, he's a Jamarcus Russell, maybe. Or, hey, maybe don't shit your pants in a playoff game because you didn't bother to look at film again. I, oh, come I on. got a deal that said that they have removed the controversial independent study clause from Murray's contract. What is that? Do you know? Independent that study is, clause? He has to this? do. Yes. Yeah, he, he has to do. <laughs> I love Coach so much. He has to Too do busy four reading hours. About it. Four hours of film or independent study, or he voids his contract. Like they don't have to pay him. This is like, like that's them already giving themselves an out. Like they're already worried about <laughs> this thing working out and finding ways, you know, technicalities they can get them on. But, you know, like you said, John, anytime a guy goes 19 of 34 for no touchdowns and two picks in a playoff game that he pulls himself out of and then sends you a ransom letter, you have to reward that kind of thing. I mean, he didn't even want to come back to start that game in the first place. If you remember, the team was saying he's good to go. And he was like, eh, I don't know. I mean, is this the guy you want to follow into the fog of war when you line up on fourth in the season? Are you going to are you going to be sure this guy's all in? <laughs> I, I, I really so. want to see this dude get kicked in the dirt his first 
like half of the season because I think he needs to be. And what I mean by that is just I just want him to get humbled because he's so smug. He loves telling you what he's good at and all that. He thinks he could have gone pro in video gaming. And now he's face clan, bro. <laughs> and he's coming out and I don't know. It just it just bugs me. He was Dude, so bad in that playoff game. And they, they didn't convert a single third down in that game. And with everything he did this whole offseason being a little baby, I hope he just gets humbled. And I want to see him get thrown around a little bit because obviously he's not watching film, which everybody else in the NFL does like it's their second job. But he's too good for it because according to his interview, he just sees plays unfold and he knows what's going to happen before it happens. But no, you don't. So you need to watch film. You're not the best thing on earth. You're a top 10, maybe quarterback. A lot of times. A lot of times these guys can say, you know, that's standard language, et cetera. You can't say that for this one. This is fucking weird. So why would they feel the need to do this? The Cardinals? Well, (laughs) like you said, John, about a year ago, he did an interview with the New York times and said the following. I think I was blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and just see it before it happens. I'm not one of those guys that's going to kill myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and watch every game because in my head, I see so much. He talks in a deeper voice intentionally to compensate for the shortness is my theory. Anytime a guy compens- anytime a guy compares watching film to ending his life, you have to reward that kind of thing. What makes him think he's better than Tom Brady? Or that's what any, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> if Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady, Brady can sit down and watch all that, then you can. And it's only four hours a week. Well, you Willie Beeman yeah, exactly. said the same thing when he came into the league, and it didn't work out too well. Mm, for just him like Justin way. Fields running his mouth and saying, "Well, the game's kind of slow." Well, guess what? Jerk off! It's the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's part of who you are as an athlete, though. You can't you can't cultivate that in somebody. You can't force them to do that. Either they have the drive to do it, or they don't. And the part that's annoying is he was sitting there saying, like, do you think I could get this far if I wasn't that guy studying the tape? If I wasn't that guy doing that whole thing? Of course I am. Which is yeah, well, they want to win a Super Bowl, you know. Who do you think you are? I am yeah, Pete Weber. Tyler Murray. <laughs> well, this is kind of this is kind of one of those deals where you go back to Charles Barkley kind of deal and you go, they're they're paying the guy what 230 million? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is where I mean whatever they put in the contract, do you not just sign on the dotted line and go, you were going to pay me that to, to do this, whatever you want me to do. But it's not like that with him, I guess. And, and which is weird because when, when I see interviews here locally with him, cause he's back here a lot, he doesn't come across as that guy. Um, he doesn't come across as the guy that, that has an attitude and the guy that, that, that really, you know, thinks that he's, he's better than everybody. Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of surprised. I was surprised at the whole uh, contract deal with with him and them at the end of the season. That, that was weird because I had well, seen that yeah. out of him. He's he's always been a pretty humble cat here, um, and he and he did some great things at OU. Um, he's done some great things here locally, so that's surprising. But yeah, it it, it definitely. I saw what you guys are talking about on the whole. You know, he's he just sees things and. And, you know, I, I kind of chalked that up to a, a kid that probably hasn't been in the league long enough to realize the, the amount that needs to go into it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to pay you that kind of money. I guess you, 
you know, I think, like I said, you just sign on the dotted line and do whatever they, they ask you to do. Or, you know, I mean, I mean if you're, if, if I was Arizona and I was really pissed off at Kyler Murray for all the bullshit that he's pulled in this off season, I'd throw it in there too, just so it drew the attention. Why is uh, it? Oh, he doesn't look at film. He doesn't watch. Film. Somebody oh, leaked it. Yeah. Somebody leaked it and it wasn't Kyler Murray's camp. Right. Well, and he's, I mean, because let's be honest. He's a, he's a guy. He's another guy. He's really on the, on the bubble right here. That, that is a, that is a pot that's about to boil over there in, in, in Arizona. They have a one season tryout right here. And if not, that's going to come apart at the seams, just like Miami. They're going to get rid of a coach. They're going to, you know, the Kyler deal is going to be seen as a failure. That deal is going to come apart in, in, in big chunks if they don't um, produce this year. So he's really, I mean, they're, they've done a lot of things there to become a contender. They've got to go out and win. They've got to win they, this year and not just win in the regular season. I mean, we've, we've seen that. So yeah, the Cliff won't. Kyler, the <laughs> Cliff Kyler going to win this year. I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you, John. Yeah. I don't, you know, if I, as I'm perusing through the uh, NFC here, Kyler and Kingsbury have never won a playoff game. So they, I, I don't see them beating in a playoff that. game. I don't see them beating the Rams. I don't see them beating the Packers. It's going to be a tall uh, order. I, there's there's a handful of teams. I don't see them beating the Cowboys. Well, I think the and, Cowboys could beat them. And, yeah, and let's whoever face wins it, the NFC East. And, and uh, I mean, let's let's face it. Is anybody is any any team? that makes the playoffs scared to go into Arizona and play in round one. No one. I mean, I don't No one. that. If, mean, if you're going to draw a B red C red thing. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. But that's, you? That, I don't we think We talked so. about it at length. They two wear weeks red ago. shirts. They're not a second half team. If you're going to pick Maybe one to go words. into, that's where I'd want to go. You know, you're going to get favorable conditions. You know that you're not going to have to deal with the weather. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be tough. There. It's not a home fit. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't freak you out. Like having to go to Lambeau or having to go, you know, travel to the, to the, all the way out to the coast. I mean, there's, there's a lot of other places that are worse. And not to mention, they're <laughs> not going to beat the Buccaneers. Oh, that yeah. is true. And Maybe. how dumb is this team? Like before this, they cut Rasul Douglas who came up to Green Bay was like, hey, would you like me to be the best cornerback on your team? And we said, yeah, sure, absolutely. And then they did the same with uh, linebacker Devondre Campbell, who came up here and made the Pro Bowl. So I'm not sure I trust any decisions they're making, Kyler or otherwise. But I do think we need a segment called the Phase Clan Study Hour. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it sounds funny, and I want to say it a lot. The Phase Plan Study Hour, huh? Yeah, his video game team is called Phase Clan. Oh, Who's yeah. Kyler's? A, yeah, he's got a oh, video yeah. game team because he's a nerd. Yeah, they all do. me. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I, I think. Why do you think he has no first, time oh, for coach, film? Coach, I can't wait thing, to man. watch you. I can't first wait to thing, watch yeah. you learn about professional video game people. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't dig it. Let me just tell you something that's going on right now. We've got this esports movement that's happening here. I, I I can't get on board. I'm sorry. I bet on I bet on NBA 2K sometimes in the morning. I, I think it's crap. I think it's um I, I don't like it. I don't I don't like the fact that 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 kids are doing it. I'm just not get outside. I'm not a fan. I and get I like the video games. Going. I, I like playing Madden. I like 
you know, we put we put put a little M&Ms on the line, play some Madden or whatever for some some beverages. I'm good with that. But but the esports deal, giving scholarships to kids for video games, I'm, I'm out. I don't get it. Yeah. Crowd on that. EA Sports coach hates it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and let me just tell you, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because the damn president's going to forgive everything anyways. It's bullshit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Steered right into it. Uh, now seems like as good a time as any. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've come this far, you owe me a review. That's just how it works. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple, whatever platform you're docking this beautiful pirate ship in and write some words in there. Whatever you want. I won't tell you how to live your life. The ratings are for my self-esteem. You can't possibly fix that. But they do help the show immensely, and that's why I come to you like a vacuum salesman at the end of every episode, asking if you enjoyed my demonstration and if you would be willing to get involved. Follow us on the social medias. Every once in a while, we say something clever, and you'll see new episodes as soon as they're released. You can tell me to go fuck myself. Whatever you want to do. Again, it's your life. That's it. That's all. Till next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Patriots.